Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Happy Wednesday afternoon. Good to have you with us here. Uh, ton to get to this hour. The show's going by fast. Ton of, we uh, will get to this audio here of a sports talk show host, TV or radio, uh, he has done both, famous now for a podcast. Okay. Uh, he had a four-minute rant, or at least four minutes of it is what <laughs> uh, made the rounds yesterday, about the problems that people seem to have with Taylor Swift. And it was, I don't know anything about him, so I have no judgment. I, I'd heard the name before, but didn't had no clue who he was other than I knew he was in media. It is gold. The four minutes are just... He just nails it. Yes. He just completely nails it. About and, all of the temper tantrums and foot stamping and all of the other stuff that's going on. And he's a man going off on men. So be ready for that. <laughs> so we'll get to that audio uh, coming up here in a bit. What happened on, I think I misread and said stolen Casey, Casey Car Spotters? Yeah, on Casey Car Spotters. Uh, yeah, this is a group on Facebook that I'm a member of. Anybody can be a member if you want to go. Great. It's normally about people just seeing cars that they think are cool and they'll snap a quick picture in traffic and then you know, pop it up on Facebook when they get home and say, I saw this in Lenexa. I saw this in KCMO. And, and yesterday, somebody posted this, and I love the fact that they went into detail about it. There was a giant truck, and I mean giant truck, big semi-truck that had a massive trailer on the back of it that was going, it was a short trip. It was going from Olathe to Lenexa, and it was transporting a big, huge electric transformer. So they popped this picture up, and the picture itself is fine. I mean, it's a picture of a big, giant truck, the kind that's much bigger than you see most days. But they put up the detail. They said the vehicle is 227 feet long, almost 18 feet tall, and weighs over 800,000 pounds. 800,000 wow. pounds. You think about what that could do to a roadway, you know, if, if too many of those things were out there. But it's just giant. And it's such a cool thing to see. The thing that I thought was really funny about it is that the number one comment on on the KC Car Spotters page after this picture is it's a good thing they didn't have to go through independence, <laughs> right? No kidding. Yes, they need to uh, they need to pick that up yep. the Facebook page for sure. So yeah, another reason to join Car Spotters. Check that thing out, and uh, yeah, you get a good laugh out of some of the comments down there on the page. Definitely. Uh, okay, let's move on and talk about this audio here while we have a couple of minutes, and this is going to upset some of you. Be ready for the fact, because it's, again, I don't know anything about Colin Cowherd. Cowherd, is that how yep, we pronounce it? Exactly. Okay. 
don't know anything about him. So I don't, I don't know if he skews a certain way. I don't, I don't know if he tends to make people mad, but it's, it, again, it's four minutes long and we're not going to play the full four minutes, but we'll play a little bit. It's going to annoy some of you. You're, we're, we're going to, we're going to push buttons. Here. Oh, I pulled the spiciest minute. Yeah. <laughs> From the four okay. minutes, I made sure to pull the, the hottest part, I think. Got it. Let's go. 50% of men never have real intimacy with a woman. That means the other 50% have multiple intimate relationships with women. And those ones that don't are angry and sad and lonely, and they are often misogynistic and resent women who didn't give them the time they think they deserve. We celebrate all these goofballs jumping on tables in Buffalo and cheese hats and men and men and Matthew McConaughey and Drake and Jack Nicholson, men and men and men and Eminem and it's cool and can I get a selfie and I can't believe I saw... And a young, attractive, beautiful, talented woman comes on for 25 seconds. And you're bothered. Again, judge people by the silly things that bother them. This says nothing, this anger. This says nothing about Taylor Swift. It says everything about the men bothered by it. Boy. Bingo. I mean, on the head, absolutely nailed it. A couple of the things that happened before that piece of it, when he said something to the effect of, you know, for the people that are saying, oh, it's ruining football, it's ruining the game. I just want to sit here and watch football. I don't want any of this other stuff. You're lying. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and those were his words. He said, you're lying and then made the case that. In the average three and a half hours that you sit there watching a football game, there's only 18 minutes of that where football is actually being played. Right. Because there's all that time after the play, you know, in between that 30-second clock or 35-second clock uh, while that's rolling. And they show the sidelines, and they show people in the stands, and they show the coach, and they show all of this other stuff. So there's all kinds of things that have nothing to do with watching the game. The other thing that he did is he pointed up the fact that the New York Times did the math. Now, judging by the reaction that people have had to this, the, the, the screamers and the tantrum throwers and all of this stuff, you would think that they are doing nothing during these games, but every play cutting up to the booth where Taylor Swift is. In the entirety, since Travis Kelsey started this relationship with Taylor Swift, or since they started the relationship with each other or whatever, um, since they became an item and she started going to the games, the entirety of the amount of time that the TV camera has been on Taylor Swift in all of those games added up is less than three minutes. In 20 hours of game time, it's less than three. It's about two minutes and 45 seconds that she's been shown during a Kansas City Chiefs game. Again, I will repeat, because um, I tweeted this out last night, it's, and I would encourage you, we might play a little bit more of it um, because it, it, all was, it, it all was really good. And frankly, I like it when things like this come from a man. I, it's one thing for me to sit here and say it. I like it when a man who has better perspective on men says it gee jamie if you said that sort of thing what kind of names would you be called <laughs> oh oh they would all have four letters and they would begin with c uh-huh some would have five letters and, and, and begin with b. b yeah there's that one yes right? 
But again, the quote was, this says nothing about Taylor Swift. It says everything about the men bothered by it. Yeah, it's phony Judge people by what bothers them. Yes. And, and I said the other day, I am so fed up to hear with phony outrage about everything that it's and it's things, you know, they don't care about, but it's the common tantrum to throw. So let's go ahead and throw it because and, and the real thing, the, the thing that I wish that he had put into that is why they do it, uh, you know, why why they throw the public tantrum. Because they don't really care about it. And the reason why they throw the public tantrum is they know that's the only interesting thing they have to say. It's the only time anybody will listen to them is when they're throwing a tantrum. Because aside from that, they're the most boring human beings on planet Earth. They have nothing to say, which is why they can't get a woman. Wasn't me that said it. Wasn't me that said it. (laughs) Figured I'd save you the trouble. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Because I don't. I'm not in the mind of, I would not presume to be able to understand men and their brains, but it feels like a dumb thing to get really upset about, especially because, particularly what I don't get about it, is that it's, it's largely a happy thing. Most people, particularly the women I know, that are enjoying this story are enjoying it because it's happy. Yes. It, it's just joyful. There's There's nothing controversial about it. There's nothing icky about it. It's just, and it, and it's lifted up a little bit by the fact that if you follow Taylor Swift, she has written songs a lot about how she felt like she couldn't be open. And she said a lot about how women are treated in the music industry. And that if she's seen in public alone, people call her, um, what's the word for it? Um, not stale, frigid. You know, if she's seen out with her female friends, then she's a lesbian. Yeah. If she's out with a bunch of men, then she's a slut. I mean, she's she's got a lot of grief for her history and that a man wouldn't get that, but she gets it as a, as a woman. And it's nice that he, he shot, shot his shot. He took his shot. Yeah. You know, and made the play. Yeah. I mean, and the memes are great. There's a lot of stuff that's going around now. There's one in particular that's a like a stick drawing of an angry guy go is saying, Travis, your girlfriend's ruining football. And then Travis saying, yeah, uh, I'm going around with the biggest pop star on the planet and you're crying on the Internet. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. If you feel like getting in here, um, it's just. I, I like how he, obviously, I like how he put it. I like that he put it in a very specific light. I don't know if that's what a lot of it is. I'm waiting for someone to say that there are women that don't like it too. And you're right. I, I suppose that's true. Sure. Although I don't know any of them that don't like it. Quite frankly, most people I know are kind of indifferent about it. Yeah. Like you, John, you're just kind yeah. of indifferent about it. It makes no difference to me at all. Yeah. It, it's like, I mean, how many times during a game do they pick out and usually what they'll do is they'll pick out somebody in the opposing team's garb because they mm-hmm. know most of the people watching on TV are watching back in the home city watching their team play on the road so what do they do they find the pretty girl in the stands wearing the opposite team's you know jersey or whatever and they put a picture of her up what's the difference yeah Again, you don't care if Spike Lee goes to a lot of Knicks games or if Jack Nicholson goes to a lot of Knicks games. You bear, you care because it's a woman. Yep. For some reason. So uh, it's all over social media if you feel like checking it out. 913-586-7798. Still to come, uh, the reason somebody got upset about the price 
of a breakfast favorite at McDonald's. We'll get to that. Also, great to have a Kansas school district that's going to be covering breakfast and lunch for kids. Get to all that coming up here on KMBZ. So we've been talking about some of the reaction to Taylor Swift's role, I guess, that she has one in the NFL beyond bringing in a gazillion dollars to, what was it, 15% of people bought, I have two figures in my head, 26% of young people, like under the age of 30, mm-hmm. are, are interested in the NFL now, newly. Yes. Because of her. I think that one's right. And I think 15% of people have bought something associated with the NFL, like this season. Right. She's bringing the money in. And, and yeah, they, somebody tabulated that, and it came out to the NFL and the Chiefs netting about $331 million so far from merchandise and other things that were sold simply because of Taylor Swift. Uh, we'll go to the phones here in a sec. I want to mention what you said off the air about Eminem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Eminem was at the game uh, between the Lions and the 49ers, the NFC Championship game last weekend. And, I mean, he was up in the stands and there were, you know, occasionally the camera would pan over, oh, look, there's Eminem. Um, because he's a big Detroit Lions fan, having grown up in Detroit. And at one point got into a little bit of a row with some people that were out in the crowd because he's rooting for the team that's the visitor there. And uh, put up the old double deuce, you know, both middle fingers up to the fans. And that photograph was going around the Internet. And people weren't saying, how come they're spending so much time on Eminem? <laughs> you know, it's like he got no heat from that at all. It was mostly just people like Colin said to me during the break. It was mostly just people laughing at it. It is funny because yeah. it, it's just so on par with him. I of think. course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 913-586-7798. We can go to the phones here. He is in Overland Park. Hi, Kia. Um, I wanted to point out that a lot of this started with uh, Simone Biles and the interview that her husband gave um, saying that he did not know who she was before they started dating. And a trend started of just calling him, instead of Owens, calling him Simone Biles husband and women just took to the internet and let him have it and the guys were like no like he's a legit player like people knew who he was before he was with Simone Biles so I think this is just another escalation of that um, kind of battle of the sexes that started with that interview and I mean for days and weeks on Twitter, and now it's it's become a thing. They don't call Owens Owens. They just call him Simone Biles' husband, <laughs> right. even in the press. Well, yeah, and, and the, the great thing I think about this is that Taylor Swift and, Jay, and Travis Kelsey are not participating in any of it. They have mm-hmm. stayed so far out of this fray. To their credit, they don't need to, to lower themselves to this. Yes, yes, the... Anything you say, any soundbite, they will come for you on the Internet. So that was his big mistake. He should have just stayed silent. So You got it. um, Kia, thank you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yes, it's definitely a battle. That's what started it. Like, men came on, and they were like, he is not Simone Biles' husband, and, and give the guy some respect and all of that. So... 
I think with Taylor Swift, they were just like, oh, no, this is not going to happen part two of this. So, Yep, here we go. Yeah, more more male outrage. Kia, thank you so much for the call. I, yeah. Just, yeah, I, I mean, it, it would be like responding to trolls on the Internet. And and in fact, it's not works out well. It's, it's not even like that. It is that. And so mm-hmm. good for them for just it, totally not letting it affect them at all. Yeah, and he talked about that a little bit. I can't remember at what point, but tra- recently it was in the last week where Travis Kelsey was asked about like maintaining a relationship despite being the most famous couple in the world right now. And he said, you know, we just try to ignore it. Yeah. We just try to, you know, as long as we're happy and be together. And this is why when they, because um, now we know that it's been like since July that they started dating, but they weren't public. She didn't go to that first game until what, September or October. That's why they had some time together before they went public with it to kind of build that up. I think the, the only thing you say in response to a question like that, if you're Travis Kelsey is, I, I'm sorry, uh, what, what outrage? I, I was, I was busy winning championships and counting my money. I, I missed yeah. it. What, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks for getting here. Uh, coming up, inflation is hitting McDonald's pretty hard. Somebody's complaining about the price of a really popular breakfast item. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Okay, so the story is not out of a place that has a higher cost of living, let's say, than the United States. The story is out of Connecticut. And we've got the receipt that shows a price of an egg McMuffin and the purchaser of that thought that was a little high. Yeah, uh 7.29 each and they bought two of them along with a bacon egg and cheese McGriddle for an additional 7.19. This is now as you said, it uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. It, it, I mean, it's in toward New York City, so it's going to be a little more expensive in Fairfield. Things in general are than they are going to be, but it's not New York City prices. It's not that crazy. Um, what did set this apart is that the McDonald's where these egg McMuffins were purchased was at a rest stop on I ninety five. So it's okay. it's not. If you went to another McDonald's just out in Fairfield, Connecticut, it probably wouldn't cost anywhere near that much. So I, I am, let me. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in um, or interrupt. So I went and got McDonald's the other morning uh, near where I live. The McGriddle or whatever it is is also six seven dollars here as well. Wow, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking up. This is hard. This is I'm on their app um, to see if I were to order 
why is this so difficult on their app? <laughs> do they only do Egg McMuffins until... I thought they do Egg McMuffins all day. They used to. They stopped during the pandemic, yeah. and I don't think they ever went back to it. But, um, well, that just made like this a heck of a lot harder. Noon or something yeah, like that. Because it, it's funny, because they say in the article, that the author of the article said, uh, prices for the same items may also vary drastically between different McDonald's. A location near me in New Jersey is currently charging three thirty nine for an Egg McMuffin, plus tax. Wow. So. If they're that expensive here, that's a that's a rarity. I don't remember the last time I got an egg McMuffin, and, and I mean, you mentioned the app just now. I'm going to look myself and see what I can find. Because, see if yours will show it. Mine doesn't. Yeah, normally they don't show the prices, but uh, they may show a deal that's available through the yes. app. So let me look at yeah. that. Yeah, DoorDash. Um, DoorDash usually has prices. Yeah, I'll check that. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, even the DoorDash prices may be higher than normal. They'll be inflated. Yeah. Right now they have a on the app they have a buy one get buy one breakfast sandwich get one free. I don't know if they have anything specific to the egg McMuffin. Um, it doesn't look like they do. But uh, yeah, you're right. You can't order one. You can't even order it through the app right now. But it won't show it to you because it's not breakfast time. So, and if you've bought one recently, feel free to let us know. But the the person that was writing about this pointed out it wasn't that long ago that you could get two for two bucks. Yep. They said recently. I don't know when that was, but it, I cannot remember when they've ever been seven dollars. No. Um, but that person knew what they were doing. I mean, it's listed. It's they're not hiding it from me on the big screen. You know how much it is, right? So yeah, and it wasn't. I, I mean, fast food prices have gone up. There's no disputing that, and they've gone up a lot over the last couple of years. Fast food prices in general have, because I think now you know, you used to you know, like you'd get a value meal, like a quarter pounder value meal or something like that, and you're thinking five six bucks. Now you're thinking nine ten. Um, yeah, it's not even McDonald's either, because I remember that in college, because everyone has their Taco their, Bell, right? Their, yeah, Taco Bell. Well, Manhattan doesn't have a Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, sorry. Get on them about that, right? <laughs> but we had, uh, I always like Raising Cane's, because you could get their big combo, the box, whatever it is, for like seven bucks. Right. And that was perfect on like a Sunday, you wake up after a night out, Friday, Saturday. It, it was a good weekend food. And that, you know, it's it's all gone up. Sure. And I mean, even, you know, Taco Bell used to be dramatically cheap. I mean, that was like you could go and just load up on Taco Bell and spend five bucks doing it. You could take the change out of your cup holder in the car and, and <laughs> right. get a whole meal. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. But, well, but yeah, yeah seven twenty nine for an Egg McMuffin. That's that's usurious. And that's the point at which I, I, I stopped getting the Egg McMuffin then. I mean, that's when I say, OK, well, I. I don't need that. Well, the, the one, yeah, the sad thing about that um, is that of of all the things at McDonald's, I wouldn't go as far as to call the egg McMuffin healthy. <laughs> it's but, the healthiest I, thing you can get there, though. Yes, right, and that's where I was yeah. going with that. Is you're you're only talking about? Uh, I think they have 13 grams of fat, and most of that comes out of the cheese. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit out of the egg, but you're also loading up on protein. And, yeah, it's not the worst thing on the menu you can eat, not by a long shot. In fact, you're right. Of the food items that they have, it's probably about the healthiest one you can get. Yeah. um, And and, and if that's all you're getting is that and you're not doing the hash brown with it, which is what most of us do, Mm -hmm. then it's it's really not it's really not that bad for you. Uh, 913-586-7798. If there's anything else like that that you've noticed, particularly with fast food, where you just say, okay, I'm priced out of the Egg McMuffin right now.
Yeah, well, uh, and I'll I'll give a pat on the back to a local chain that I think has done a more than reasonable job. And a lot of it is because of who their competition is and the fact that their competition has gotten so bloody expensive. But I think Mr. Goodsense, the sub shop, mm-hmm. I, I think they've done an outstanding job of keeping prices at least affordable. Yeah. Um, 913-586-7798. Tony has called us up out of Olathe. Hey, Tony. Hi there. I uh, I was recently traveling in Connecticut along I-95, and I also stopped at a rest area one day. It was around noon for lunch and bought a quarter-pounder meal. And to my surprise, it was $19.32. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't pay attention to the to the price of it. It's fast food. I didn't expect it to be outlandish like that. So um, I actually kind of made a joke to the cashier and said, no, I'm just going to pay for mine, not the rest of the restaurant. Um, but it was uh, very expensive. In fact, I had I, it was so I, or unique to me and so surprising. I, I sent a text of the picture of the receipt back to, the fa- to my family and friends to saying, okay, Connecticut's a little more expensive. But, you know, I, I'm in New York City all the time, and the prices are nothing like that. If I were to go into a McDonald's and get uh, get a meal like that, you're looking at twelve bucks, eleven bucks. Yeah, not much different than it is here. But Connecticut was really, really high. Okay, all right, uh, Tony. Thanks. Yeah, and I mean that's I ninety five. We've talked about this before. I ninety five in that place in that area is not a toll road. It's kind of like uh, when you're headed from here to Topeka along seventy. If you take seventy out. The, mm-hmm. There's that one rest area in the middle, in between yeah. the lanes of traffic, um, yeah. and, and you're not on a toll road, so you're not like it's not a toll road yet. I don't think at that point, so you're not stuck on the interstate. But if you do that same thing on the New York State Thruway, where really your only option is to go to those rest areas, and there's usually a Roy Rogers and a McDonald's and a couple of other places, that uh, I mean, those things are unbelievable in the amount that they mark up those things. So yeah, there it wouldn't surprise me to see a quarter pounder meal going for twenty bucks. And a couple of you were saying a restaurant on the Turnpike has to pay a large lease fee. Yes, they do to be there because you own the market there, man. Right. I mean, you're getting every bit of the traffic. There's nothing else there, so. That would make sense. Yeah. And you know, somebody, and again, nobody hates the American worker like the American worker. Somebody else <laughs> asks, well, how much of this do you think is because of the raise in minimum wage? Almost none is the answer to that. Uh, because, And you can do the math on that. The, the amount that any business pays at, into the wages of the people that work there, any restaurant, the amount of money that they pay out of... Out of the entirety that they pay for the food, for the overhead, for, you know, all of the other expenses that go into running a restaurant, the amount that they pay out of each food item that goes to paying the employees is tiny by comparison. Right. And so if you raise that, you're raising a small percentage of a small percentage. So, I mean, if you're talking about a food item at McDonald's going up by a dollar, maybe a few cents of that has anything to do with wages at all. Yeah, if you uh, have thoughts, 913-586-7798, feel free to get in here. Um, and if there's anything else that you've noticed, feel free to let us know. Um, all right, we'll take a break. Come, still to come this hour, uh, we got to talk about this lawsuit against Hooters. Parents suing Hooters over what happened outside. Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. This next story is out of Florida. 
because of course it is, uh, <laughs> about this Hooters restaurant and why a parent is suing uh, the Hooters. Yeah, this is the Hooters on International Drive uh, in the Orlando area. So this is Orange County, middle of Florida, where all of the theme parks are. International Drive kind of goes... You know, in through Orlando and and around a lot of those parks. So it's a very, very popular place for tourists. Don't know if these folks were tourists. It doesn't really matter. But they made the case that this young boy was visiting the Hooters restaurant and was outside looking for the front door for the place. Apparently it wasn't terribly well marked or something. And he was just out there looking for the front door and slipped and fell in what they call an excessive amount of mold that had accumulated near a downspout. And because of that, even though they don't say exactly what the injuries were that he suffered, boy, do they go through a laundry list of the things that they say he has suffered as a result of all of this, including, by the way, hospitalization. Lawsuit says the child suffered bodily injury, mental and or psychological disorders, resulting pain and suffering, disability, disfigurement, mental anguish, loss of capacity for the enjoyment of life, expensive hospitalization, medical and nursing care and treatment. I hear that list and I think you are going for $10 million in this lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fifty grand. Fifty thousand dollars over fifty thousand. It says yeah, over fifty thousand dollars in damages. Now that that covers the expenses from what you just mentioned, from the hospitalization and the loss loss of enjoyment of life because he slipped outside of Hooters. Okay, whatever. But isn't I, that normally when you lose your sex life? Isn't that usually that's with that loss of consortium? Yes, yeah. is is what that is. But yeah, just the loss of enjoyment of life at all is, I mean. And they don't say, it doesn't say he was hospitalized for this or he broke his leg or whatever. It just says that he went through all of these things. Now, those are the things that if this hits a court, which it probably won't, uh, they're going to have to show evidence of. But they're accusing Hooters of failure to warn of a dangerous condition that would have prevented the invitee from sustaining personal and or bodily injury. Failure to maintain the premises in a safe manner, failure to warn of a dangerous condition, failure to properly supervise maintenance personnel, and failure to properly display warning signs. And it goes on. Um, how obvious was this mold? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, it, like, you, how bad of a problem was it for it? Because I think you could slip on water. Sure. And all of this could happen. Easily. And, and they've got to have downspouts. Right. So is every restaurant expected to put a sign up near their downspouts warning dangerous condition? There could be water and or mold here. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like that the kid fell. He also could have just been clumsy. Uh -huh. I mean, maybe he was running toward the car or something. You know, it's it's sometimes people just fall or you there's a crack somewhere. This feels like looking for a lawsuit. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if he was in an area because they said he was looking for the front door, indicating that he was having trouble finding the front door. So was he walking in an area where people normally wouldn't like behind the building? Right. Right. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. This feels like we have medical bills. Sure, 50000 is a good start. What it sounds like to me is somebody's fishing for a settlement. The yeah. last thing they want is this thing to go to court. Yeah, and Hooters will do it. If if you're asking for 50000 and they can settle at twenty. Yeah. 
fine. Because if the kid had, I mean, look, if, if the injuries that he suffered were that bad, and they may be, I mean, we don't know, but the fact is we don't know because they didn't say in the lawsuit. But if the kid had walked by that downspout, slipped and fell and cracked his skull and was in the hospital for a month and a half, that would be in the lawsuit. Right. Right. Instead, it's just the lengthy list of everything that was possible. Everything. What kind of mental anguish. In a, right. In a very general sense. Every, hospitalization. Okay. Well, what? For how long and why? Uh, yeah. Bodily injury. Again, what bodily injury? What did he suffer? And they didn't put that in there. And when you don't put that in there, it makes me ask why. Yes, indeed. Okay. I want to go to the story about um, the anesthesiologist uh, because this is, again, this is an episode of Grey's Anatomy where this happened, where an anesthesiologist whose job it is to keep the patient asleep fell asleep. Fell asleep on the job. This is a story out of the Telegraph. Uh, it happened in England, and it was a, a National Health Services anesthetist who fell asleep. A 61-year-old consultant named Thomas Herbst nodded off moments after he had anesthetized a patient for a shoulder arthros arthroscopic surgery on a shoulder. Uh, misconduct hearing heard how uh, he was said to be in such a deep sleep that a colleague had to repeatedly tap him on the shoulder to wake him up. Let's talk for a second about why this is important. Because when when we go in for surgery, we go in, we see the anesthetist, they say, I'm about to put you under. And we go, thanks. And the next thing we know, we're waking up in recovery. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's somebody that has the idea of, okay, well, you give him the sodium pentothal and you just, so who cares if he nods off? No, no, no. They're watching everything. They're watching your breathing, your heart rate. They're the first line of defense. If you start to, to if your vitals and all of that start to go south, it's their job to, to alert everybody. Hey, something's wrong. Yeah. Um, there are people that need more anesthesia than others or need less anesthesia than others based on conditions that they have. Is it people with red hair need more? Oh, I don't or remember. Less? I, yeah. There is something special about that. I can't remember which way it is. You're right. Um, but some people need more or less and you're right. I mean, your job is to monitor the patient and the second it looks like they're starting to come out of anesthesia early. If that happens, your job is to turn up the, turn up the gas. There's a lot in here too about, I mean, it, 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 it's very suspicious sounding. Let me give you a little bit of what I'm talking about because they ask him, I mean, there were, there were signs that this guy was incredibly fatigued or maybe something else. Um, and when he, his colleagues asked if he was fit for work, he drank a cup of uh, black coffee and insisted he was fine, but began speaking incoherently and repeating himself to colleagues. That doesn't sound like tired to me. On Grey's Anatomy, the guy was drunk. Yeah. The anesthesiology, you could hear, you could smell the liquor on his breath and then he was drunk. Yeah, he... That's what that sounds like. He admitted that he may have closed his eyes, but denied sleeping, saying maybe he was daydreaming or slightly snoozing. Yeah, everybody else in the room says that they had to keep tapping you to wake you up, dude. Well, how long did the other surgeons let this go on? <laughs> Before you stop everything, right? And say, hey, let's bring in somebody else who's more alert. Like, maybe he didn't get any sleep the night before. I don't know. But bring in somebody who's more alert to finish it out. And it's not like they were in the middle of surgery. I mean, they said he fell asleep minutes after administering the anesthesia to the patient. So, yeah, at that point, I'd be calling time out and saying, you know what? We're not continuing this until we get an anesthetist who can keep himself awake. They make so much money. Do they really? 
Oh, well, there's a lot that rides Google on that. Google the highest paid me. doctors. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the anesthesiologist is one of the highest paid doctors because they have such an important job. Sure. That, I mean, that, <laughs> that really matters in a situation like that. But you do, it's just a lot of sitting. Not, you have to be monitoring, but it's right. not active. Not to mention, you could conceivably, I mean, when, when they put my hand back together, that was a five and a half hour surgery. So that means that there was somebody sitting there watching my vital signs for five and a half hours. Boy, mm-hmm. that's got to be exciting. I'm looking at the list now. Who's the highest paid? Where does anesthesiologist fall? $462,000 a year. Why <laughs> am in the wrong line of work? Okay, so this is the top 20 specialists by average pay. Top is neurosurgery at number one at $788,000 a year. Uh-huh. This was further down on the list than I thought. Uh, thoracic, orthopedic, plastic, vascular, oral. These are all surgeons. Uh, cardiology. This is number 14 on the list right after dermatology. $462,000 a year. That's, that is not chump change. Yes. All for yeah. passing gas. So pay attention and don't, uh, don't fall asleep then. Okay. Uh, real quick. We have this um, watch your speed story, <laughs> the radar, while we have a couple minutes. Another one I dearly love. Yeah. You've seen these things by the side of the road. Normally, mm-hmm. they put them up either in high traffic areas or in construction areas. And it's just a little, uh, a little box that's got a display up on top of it. And uh, it, it says your speed as you go by it. It's got a little radar detector, and it tells you what your speed is. And if you're going too fast, it starts flashing and telling you to slow down. Well, they had one of these by the side of the road, and uh, I believe this is out of, of Rhode Island, if I'm not mistaken. They had this thing by the side of the road, and the guy noticed, as somebody you know drove by and noticed that, hey, you know what? On the other side of that, was, I'm sorry, it was Washington, Mason County, Washington. On the other side of that thing, there's a trailer hitch. So he just drove up, backed his box truck up to it, hooked up the trailer hitch to his truck, and drove off with it. Just <laughs> okay. left. <laughs> yeah. So now the Mason County Sheriff's Office has put out a, uh, a bulletin on this saying our beloved radar trailer decided to make an unscheduled road trip courtesy of a white male in his 30s cruising in a black 90s Ford short box truck. So they would really like it back. <laughs> they said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's they said it's a speed defying hero with a 10 year history and they want it back in action at ASAP. Very nice. Well, hopefully they will find it. All right. In the next hour, who a judge took pictures with? It's got him in some trouble. Get to that coming up on KMBZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.